This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello and welcome to the Stillness Everyday Podcast. My name is Herodotos and this podcast exists to help you find stillness in all aspects of your life, in finance, in health, in mindset and in your relationships. I created this business because I believe that if you can develop the ability to find stillness in your mind, you will learn to create harmony in all aspects of your life. Find us at Stillness Every Day on social media or stillnesseveryday.com. A lot of people ask me how they can get started with meditating. Now, my first experience with meditation was at a Vipassana retreat, which is 10 days in silence. But I understand this isn't practical for most people. That's why we created the Stillness Everyday Journal. This journal has a range of prompts, which allow you to not only create your day, but reflect on your day at the end of it. The journal also has a range of audible meditations, which are perfect for beginners. Check out stillnesseveryday.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Stillness Everyday Podcast. My name's Herodotos and today I'm going to be reading a piece I wrote called Is Modesty Oppression? It's the year 2023 and women in the West can practically band-aid their bits and walk along the beach. But is this freedom creating more happiness and peace than covering up in public? Freedom is defined as the power or right to act, speak or think as one desires. The state of not being imprisoned or enslaved, the absence of coercion in choice. This is not something I have ever disagreed with, although I've decided to question the repercussions of this notion of freedom. Instagram feeds are filled with women in bikinis pivoting their butts so that they are on display or laying on the beach with their ass propped up for the camera. For what purpose? The claim that is for male attention is often challenged as fallacious, so therefore must be directed at other females. Regardless of who the photos are intended for, it is either the excessive pride in one's own appearance or the lack thereof that one believes this is required to associate. In this, I am not advocating for oppression, though I am questioning how beneficial this is for women and whether this ideology of women's freedom is truly benefiting the lives of the male population. Let's start with the male gaze, that is positioned as objectifying to women. The male gaze was popularised by feminism as a theory that argues women are viewed as objects for men's sexual pleasure. The gaze is claimed to cause mental health implications in women, leading to depression, anxiety, low self-esteem and eating disorders. I'll not defend the sexualization of women in the 21st century that has widely infiltrated the minds of men's sexual tastes through the programming of marketing machines, movies, and pornography. This is undoubtedly true. What I will question is why women are pointing the blame of their mental health on men whilst contributing to the sexualization of their own bodies. To post a near-naked photo on social media for the world to see, knowing full well that the attention that is received in comments and likes are from males complimenting on their looks. If the consequence of the male gaze is mental health, why contribute to your own disorder? It's like smoking crack and complaining about the drug dealer, when you're in fact the one selling and smoking the crack. Now feminists will argue that men shouldn't be looking at their bodies. Does this mean that we are going to disregard thousands of years of biological natural selection in which we desire a mate capable of producing the most healthy offspring? I would argue that there is a degree of programming of what men find attractive from years of sexualized industry marketing, especially in sports and swimwear. But we must remember that this is not modeled by men. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. And so one must take partial responsibility to the programming that has been caused. 
Back to natural selection, the nature of a strong, independent female that has developed off the back of the feminist movement has, I believe, contributed to the destruction of the traditional family unit. The strong, independent female believes that they do not require the protection of a male and thus seek weaker partners as a result. There is always a balance in union between yin and yang, masculine and feminine, and when the female seeks to honour a more masculine trait, as a result, will end up with a feminine partner. This is not subject to heterosexual relationships and is evident in homosexual relationships where one partner takes on a more masculine role. If a woman is masculinized through singlehood boss babe mentality, providing financially and protecting oneself, there will be difficulty in seeking a traditional family where a mother can be a mother and honor her feminine to nurture and love her children and husband. This is because she will be required to let down her guard and surrender to a man in order to remove the shackles of masculine defense and trust the man to lead and look after her. A difficult task to ask when all she has known is the weakness in men that she is attracted, a direct result to the way she is honored herself through societal women's empowerment the word empowerment means the process of becoming stronger more confident it comes from n meaning root the power and power meaning strength inward power an extremely masculine trait the idea of a feminine empowerment is to masculinize the female population to create weaker families a weaker family unit equals a weak and controllable nation. Now, what has any of this got to do with female modesty? Well, I'm questioning the consequences of the so-called freedom that women have been given and whether it is all sunshine and roses. I'm not saying that women should be put back into an age where they can speak when spoken to, rather questioning the benefits of such times. Is there a woman objectification problem or is there a capitalist problem where money speaks louder than morals? Do women gain anything from showing off their bodies online? And in public, or is there something to be learned from the religious coverings like the Christian veil, the Muslim hijab, or the Hindu sari? Historically, the man would be the provider, which as a result would mean that the woman would trust and rely on that man. That woman would respect her partner's moral boundaries and keep her body for her man. Is the matriarchal household where the woman is strong and independent, benefiting the next generation of children when the family unit is at stake? Because ultimately, the woman's belief that she doesn't need a man is why she has allowed herself to do as she pleases. And I honestly don't believe that freedom is all that it's cut out to be, given the consequences that I've mentioned before. Super interested to hear your view and opinions on this. Direct message me on Instagram at Herodotos777 if you wish to discuss this idea further. Thank you for listening.